0: okay so this is uh my first episode with julio miguel cruz jr If you guys don't know him or haven't heard the other podcast that i'm on you should check it out it's two hearts podcast it's everywhere right
1: everywhere that's right On um, podbean uh google play itunes spotify apple podcast wherever you can find a podcast like fucking everywhere i'm all over the place
0: so check it out. Um, I have the honor of having him on my first episode. Stop. Today, and it's really exciting. I was on his first episode, and it would only be right to start it off this way.
1: No, I, I mean, <laughs> I had to have you on mine because you are uh, the greatest.
0: Thanks. You're not that great, but I feel like I'd return the favor. and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I'm pass. not that great. He brought
0: me an extra microphone and a filter for no fucking reason. I don't know why he's so nice to me, first of all. And he bought me my first microphone, so it's only right I have to do you know you justice,
1: to do right by you. Uh, yeah, I'm just supporting uh, another dreamer. I think John Lennon said, <laughs> you, is it, "I you know I got a quote. I'm a quote. I'm a We're quoter. Quoting my, uh, wrote it uh, my what, what is it? Uh, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Oh
2: God.
1: And it's true. We need to support each other instead of you know calling people crazy and saying yeah, you're crazy for thinking you could do this and that. How about saying, "Yeah, you know what? You can be an astronaut."
2: Sure.
1: You can start the <laughs> first you can start Yeah, you can start <laughs> the first hotel in space. You yeah. can do that. Why not? Yeah. But when we not? have these, you know, crazy ideas, people just think it's so far-fetched because they can't do it.
2: Right.
0: Hey, I, I appreciate it because I never thought I'd be here with a microphone in my face of my own. And software on my computer, and actually knowing how to record and edit. So without I did you, though.
1: Okay. I did. I and pictured all. Maybe I envisioned all this. Maybe not on this nice, uh, pink stand that we're on right now. This nice setup that you have. There's
0: no nice setup. Like don't let him fool you guys. <laughs>
1: but I absolutely knew that you had all of the tools. I'll talk about mentally, not just physical. You you had all the tools to pull this off. You just needed a, a little nudge. And I was more than happy to give you that nudge.
0: Thanks. I needed more like a kick down the stairs, which is what you gave me. And I appreciate it. Hey, whatever
1: you need, I got it.
0: Okay, so today's episode, the first episode on my podcast. Um,
1: which you withheld the name of your podcast from me, so I would love to hear it.
0: Um, okay, so I'm going to do this right now. But I, the only reason I withheld it from you or from anyone is because I wasn't really sold on the first name. Like, I really wanted something to embody, like, me, or, you know. What? Was
1: it the name that I came up with?
0: No, well, okay, so first we wanted to do Soup of the Day, because if anybody knows me, I love soup, and I had this idea of, like, every day could be, like, a different flavor of soup, and, like, soup just makes me feel good, like, it's, like, a good place, it's a good spot. The more
1: we talk about it, the more I think it's a great idea. Do you get what
0: I'm saying? But it's already fucking taken. It's already on iTunes.
1: But then I, but then I, I came up with Can I do
0: that? Can I have a same name?
1: no no we want our own shit exactly. but then uh what about uh there's something in the soup i like that one
0: i don't like that i'm gonna what? be honest
1: but what's it could be whatever to- today's topic is that's what's in the soup
0: there's something in my soup
1: in this soup like there's something in the water <laughs> hey there must be something in the water down there because they're acting crazy there's something in the soup
0: um i'm still know. gonna reject that because i don't like oh, the sound no. of it i'm okay. gonna be honest all right it's a great idea and i really appreciate your help i'm yeah. trying um, so I just Instead of like trying to let a name come to me or to try and figure out like this crazy obscure like catchy name um, I st- stuck to something really simple um, So it's called jay talking Instead of jay like jaywalking. It's called Jay <laughs> talking And the reason I, I chose that because I recorded my intro and like that's what I kept saying I was like, you know, this is just me talking and I was like, you know talking and it's quick. It's simple to fucking remember. And
1: first of all, I love the name. Yay! It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Jay talking like Jay-talking. jaywalking.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh great. my god.
0: Great, right?
2: If your
1: logo isn't a citation, like a freaking like an illustration of a citation that says "Jay talking."
0: Like yeah.
1: A <laughs> stop! Stop, bitch! It's Jay talking. It's Jay talking. Well, so wait. The
0: Jay talking. You see, like it's easy to say, like it's. It's so smooth. I like it. I like it.
1: Mine's is whack compared to yours. What are you doing? So, can I, can I call you Jay?
0: You can call me Jay. Because I've been
1: trying to find a nickname for you for the longest, but you you hate every abbreviation and short. Yeah, you you hate every shortened version of your name, so.
0: I just hate jazz. Oh my god. And everyone calls me jazz, or Jazzy. Oh, oh if you call my me Jazzy, just know that there's a special place in hell for you, by me, and I placed you there.
1: I know. Every time I call you Jazzy, you glance oh over at me. God. You glare at me like,
0: like. My eye twitches. Like, I really don't like it. I don't think it suits me. Um, oh. I had this thing when I was younger that I always wanted my name to be Jamie, or like my nickname to be Jamie, which is weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. So
0: I get, yeah. <laughs> right. So, I guess a shortened version of that is Jay. So, I that's fine. You can call me Jay. I'll accept Jay. And, you know, since it's going to be Jay talking, I kind of have no
1: choice. I'm having a mild stroke right now. This is <laughs> fucking beautiful. Like, I'm going to change your name in my phone to Jay. That's fine. That's so cool. Like, that's so cool. Like, seriously, that's so cool. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm really glad you like Jay. it. Jay. I was kind of scared. That's another reason why I didn't want to share the name because I was just like, whatever. If nobody likes it, it's going to be too late because I already made the pond beam website
1: to be... G- oh, you're all, you already started all that? Yeah, I already made a Gmail f-
0: account. Wow. And like, Did you I get on like, Anchor? No. We'll, we'll do that it. We'll
1: do that after this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. See, he's always
0: helping me. Get on Anchor. So, today's episode, um, besides the fact that, you know, I had to have you on my first episode, like was it wasn't really You didn't have no, to. No, I didn't have to. That'd be disrespectful. I you're making real. me blush. Stop it.
1: Look, I don't want nothing in return. I never wanted to push you to do this podcast so you can pay me back and promote me i
0: will pay you back and promote you. no you, you guys check you. them out two hearts podcast
1: thank you for the plug
0: mainly because i'm on two episodes that's yeah <laughs>
1: and hopefully more in the future that's two hearts podcast guys but here we're here now on jay talking yeah and that's here. the most important thing jay talking and i need to be a staple on this damn show because
0: i love the way you're saying it like now i'm like reassured because i was just like man's Name was gonna suck, but it is what it is. Is what I came up with. And now that you keep saying it, like it, it just feels right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The so anyways, era, yeah. Yeah. First episode. Um, my other reason for having you on here is because I feel well. I know that we're both in like the same situation as far as, uh, heartbreak and being trying to cope with not being in a relationship.
1: You know, we don't really talk too much about our own problems. What do you mean? Like I don't. We don't like. We talk about everything and like everything else in the world i don't really we don't really talk about our problem like too much we don't really touch too much on it well
0: yeah i guess you're right why
1: do you think that is you think it's hard to hear
0: um for maybe
1: for me it is
0: yeah um you know what i actually realized this a couple days ago like i don't like to open up I, it's crazy that i say this because i'm very open about everything. Um, but about my personal problems, I don't like to open up because I was telling my friend this last night when she was here, helping me figure out these questions for the podcast. Shout out to Marilyn. You're the best. Monroe. Uh, not Monroe. Oh, Marilyn. damn it. I don't, I f- Marilyn, I forgot her last name, but it's okay. I love you. We love you. Um, I was telling her that I don't like to open up to people because every single time I open up to someone about something serious, they always, always, it never fails. I get cut off.
1: Mm, you, don't feel, time, you don't feel, you don't feel hurt
0: yeah and it's like i don't even care if you're really listening to me it's the fact that you're giving me an opportunity to talk but the rudest thing i think you could do is if someone's like talking to you about something serious that's bothering them is to either cut them off or change the subject or make it about you or like just i don't know
1: maybe you shouldn't change the way you go about things maybe you should change the people you talk to
0: So instead of changing the people I talk to, because it's happened to every single person I've talked to, it's even happened to you actually. What? Yeah. You did this thing where I was talking about something and then you were like, I have to call you back. And I was just like,
1: well, I probably have AD, well. I have ADD, so I apologize, and also I have, um, you know, bladder problems. Man. I had Well, it
0: is what it is. Like I'm not saying I'm mad at you. I'm just saying like that's another time that it happened to me. So I was just like, what's but you can't take
1: point? those you can't take those things personal.
0: I do though, because it's just like I never share super intimate things about myself, and it's like really that's the time that you need to call me back. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Other people have lives, things go on, but it's just like really, that's just how I see it. So instead of uh, choosing to change the people that I talk with, I just don't talk about it. I'm just like, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about certain things, but about like the real shit that's going on with me, I kind of just keep it back to myself.
1: You, you don't have a choice now. You have Jay talking.
0: Yeah, I have Jay talking. So
1: I don't like to... I, I'm the same way. I don't really like to talk about my issues. I'll talk about your issues, her issues. I'll help you out. But when it comes to breaking down my own situation, I kind of don't like to because I don't want to come to the realization of some things and then... You know, it's just, you don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just push it back to the back of my mind and just move forward.
0: right. But today we're going to talk about something. Um, And it's going to be, I want to touch on the subject of healing after heartbreak. Like, what do you do and how do you move forward after you've experienced pain that basically cripples you? And like, you don't really know how to go about doing anything for yourself or becoming whole again. Um, And, you know, the reason that I'm really happy that you're on this first episode is because, like, you've been my main and only motivation towards doing anything after this breakup with my ex. And I broke up with him in March. So it's been a while, you know. And, like, from then to this time, I literally have been stuck in, like, this mode of, like, I want to do things and I have the will to do things i just don't know how to execute them or i overthink and like I, you know i end up not doing things and i just watch you doing everything that you do all the time like this guy works 25 8 like it's crazy i don't know how you sleep i don't know how you have time for anything like every time i call you you're like i'm taking a morning walk i'm writing a poem i'm writing my book i'm working on this podcast i have my clothing line and i'm doing a bunch of other shit and i'm just like i want to hang up the phone because i'm already stressed with what you're going through and i'm not doing shit like, <laughs> 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 it's like whoa
1: you know, they say an idle mind is the devil's playground, so I keep that in mind. If I sit there and I have the time to be along with my thoughts, mm. it starts off constructive, then it gets bad. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: me. I start to overthink, and now I'm on a slippery slope, sliding down a mountain of razor blades into a pool of
0: alcohol. Oh, my God. That's the point in him.
1: Seriously. If I st- – st- it starts off constructive, and then it gets really bad it, because – naturally as human beings we are all overthinkers, yeah. because you have the time so it starts off you break something down okay that's what it is and then creeps in that thought but what if it isn't
0: yeah a oh, wandering mind is a dangerous mind
1: absolutely so i keep myself busy doing things that i know will make me happy doing things that are going to add to my the resume of who i am as a person the things that i want to be remembered as Mm -hmm. an author a poet a podcaster an influencer a lover
0: and i like that you look at life in that way of like who am i like what can i add to that list because i've never thought of it that way i'm always just like what can i do can i do this but it's also like who you identify as and that i feel is a great way to give yourself motivation because you're trying to reach a certain level within yourself right like, that's just crazy I've
1: never i envision myself literally on a stage lot cameras flashing and roses being thrown on stage and me saying thank you thank you good night everybody but the only thing that i really the only thing that i want to control really is the audience that's in front of me
2: mm-hmm.
1: who are the people that are praising me and for what reasons what do i want to be remembered as right We can all be remembered as whatever. We can all go freaking rob a bank and be the freaking greatest heister in the world and be remembered and be on TV and get our 15 minutes of fame that way. Me, I want it to be a little more personal. I want to help people. Like I said, I'm not trying to plug my podcast, but the reason I even started my podcast, yeah, shameless plug. (laughs) The reason I started my podcast is because I wanted to give people the help and the hope and the comfort that I did not have In my breakup. Yeah. I picked myself up. And that shit's hard. Carrying dead weight is hard. When you gotta do it yourself to yourself.
0: Hey, you helped me out. So mission accomplished.
1: That's all I want. That's all I ever wanted.
0: Well, I did create a series of questions last night, last minute, because i I love questions. <laughs> Good. I'm an extreme procrastinator, so this was, like, about 3.30. I was here with Marilyn. She was helping me out. And that girl, I'm going to have her on my podcast. Yeah, I don't know who
1: Marilyn is, but you've talked about... You've mentioned her twice, and I love her already. She's amazing. Is I feel her energy in this room.
0: Oh, she's still here with me. It's great.
1: It's scary. Is she outside or is she? No, she's
0: actually at work. Oh. Um, so my first question for you is, how do you stay motivated while feeling heartbroken?
1: okay so how do I stay how do I stay motivated after a breakup Mm -hmm. Um, I stay motivated after a breakup you have to Um, and I know that sounds very vague and general like advice you just have to but life goes on as scary as that is to think because now life you're admitting to yourself that life goes on without this person. You have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. That's the absolute truth. Life goes on. They're going to move on. So you have to move on because somebody out there is waiting for you.
0: But how do you get to that point? Like, uh, you know, I can come to the realization of like, yeah, I got to get over my shit and eventually I have to start, you know, picking up my feet and moving forward. But when is it and how do you make that decision to start? Like, I feel like... It's always in someone to do something or be somewhere, but the hardest part is the first step.
1: Uh, it, it is real simple. It's self-love. Self-love. And I know people throw that term around all the time, self-love this, self-love that, but what really is self-love? What is it to really... Look, man, life happens. But the reason why I'm so successful, and fucking like Breakups, people take breakups really hard. People sometimes try to commit suicide Mm. people uh, go into these deep depressions they gain weight they get these health problems they people just give up lack motivation the reason why i've been so successful in surviving these literally these attacks these uh, kamikaze attacks on my heart i survived because i remember that at the end of the day i got me no matter what happened people come and go but i will always have me and you tagged me in a video of Jada Pickett-Smith, and she says, no matter who you love and how much you love them, never love anybody else more than you love yourself.
0: She was been the truth on the oh Instagram. Oh, my God. Like, excuse me. She should have just mentioned me. <laughs> she should have just at me real quick. Oh, that's why I sent it to you, because I was like, I think she forgot to... Yeah, she me. forgot to tag me in it, because <laughs> she was
1: talking directly to me. And, um, and I have my own back, and... You have to you have to have your own back you have to remember that you are number one you have to take care of yourself first and it's hard because we all want to be selfless and put other people first but to put someone else first you have to be secure in who you are
2: yeah.
1: so my heart was broken but i know who i am and who i am is not the guy who stays down and lays down in the fetal position and stays there i'm gonna get up i'm gonna work hard I'm going to fucking get my chisel and my hammer and I'm gonna work on that freaking on that art piece that is me. Wow. And you hear those
0: guys? Check out his podcast. And yeah. Oh so yeah. <laughs> 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 <I'll> stop. <laughs>
1: and you wanna do it for every the main reason is you wanna do it for yourself. Yeah. But I would be lying if I said I didn't wanna do it.
0: To prove people. To, to prove point.
1: Eat your heart out.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm way my biceps and shoulders are gonna be popping whatever i gotta do and the next time you see me you gonna be like shit and the next time i see you you better be on fucking point because best believe i'm bringing my a-game and when we look at each other and we cross paths the next time we see each other and you look at me and you realize damn i look the same and this boy looks like a million bucks mm-hmm. in, in cold hard cash
0: I mean, and also, it's not necessarily always about looks, but just the improvement in general. Like, no, no, no. Looks. It is
1: not about looks, but looks are a result of how you feel emotionally and mentally. So, direct result. Because when you feel good, you want to get up, you want to dress up, you want to put on your makeup, do your hair, you want to go to the gym, you want to feel it, you want to sweat it out, you want to release that energy that's harnessed and burning inside of you, mm-hmm. and it reflects, and all at all levels and physical is just one yeah, you, right. will see, you will see it someone who's physically you know good and looks good and looks like they're taking care of themselves that's because they're taking care of in every other aspect they're mental they're emotional emotionally they're in a good place mentally they're motivated and focused and that allows them to physically look better
0: I never thought of it that way
1: you don't have to be a swimsuit model but you have to ca- stand up straight spine erect chest out head to the sky and people look at you, and this person's freaking, you know, vibrant. They're oozing out uh, confidence or machismo in my case. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oozing machismo. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. So that's how I stay motivated because I know me. I'm the absolute best. I believe I am the best, Z best, Z-E space B E S T. Z best. I think I'm number one. And what does number one look like? What does number one look like to me? To me, I'm gonna put on my skinny jeans, my boots, my nice medium-sized T-shirt.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, make sure my shoulders look really nice. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, do my hair, put on my contacts, make sure I look good. I want to feel good. I want to look in the mirror and be like, that boy looks like the host of Two Hearts podcast. He looks like a future uh, New York Times best-selling author. He looks like the guy he who. will d- be. He looks like the guy who just got a standing ovation for his documentary at the International Film Festival. That guy looks like that guy. Look like who you want to be. Who do you want to be? So I focus all my time and energy and saying, get up, man. Yeah, your heart is broken, but you put your time and focus into all of this. Watch how your heart heals quick. And all the good that's in this world is kind of going to flocking to you.
0: Yeah. And you've been a great big help for me. I mean, it's been very hard for me to get to that point. But with the help of, you know, your support and the motivation that I have now to, you know, do a podcast, work on my music blog and just do things for myself in general, it becomes easier to stop focusing so much on pain or like what was and you get more excited about what's to come and what you put effort into. It isn't easy. It isn't easy because it's hard
1: to let go of the past. And I have a hard time letting go of the past only because I have so much faith in people. And I don't want to I don't want to admit that the person that I was in love with or that who hurt me is less than what I expected them to be.
0: You see, I am the opposite. Um, you don't give a fuck. It's not that I don't give a fuck. It's just I've been hurt already so many times and let down in the past. And I don't want to say that I don't have expectations for people or for the future, but it's almost like when people do me wrong, I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't want to say that everyone is out there to treat me wrong or to let me down. But when it happens, I'm just like, well, I mean, I've been let down before. So why did I think this was going to work out this time? Or why did I think this person was going to stick around longer than the last?
1: You know, we can't think like that, right? Right. We have to have faith.
0: Right, which I'm, you know, I'm trying to change the way I handle situations, but... Yeah, I mean, just because
1: you can't see in the foreseeable future, in the near future, that good times are coming, doesn't mean that they're not coming.
2: Right.
1: Like, did I talk to you about the whole heart thing? Like, you have, you can hear your heart, right? Mm -hmm. You can hear your heartbeat. You can feel your heartbeat, but you can't see your heart, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Nah, you don't have any x-ray powers that i don't know about mm-hmm. right you can't see through much chest to see my heart mm-hmm. or yours right but by faith you know you have a heart mm-hmm. because you can hear it and you can feel it same thing with good times and, and positive energy that comes in the future you, you might not good things might not be happening now shit happens life happens yeah. but you need to hear it talk to yourself feed yourself positive information you need to feel it you need to surround yourself. You're an average who you surround yourself with. Surround yourself with positivity. And you're gonna feel positive. You're gonna have negativity does not survive in a pool of positivity. Your positivity is gonna freaking overtake that shit real quick. You hear it, you feel it, and by faith, you know it's there. Just like your heart.
0: I guess it's, but it's hard.
1: Isn't that I mean it's easier said than done. Right, I can okay I can same. I can sell you a dream right now with my voice. But you
0: can sell anything without oh stop
1: it I'm going to I'm going to do infomercials um holla at me QVC Mm -hmm. Uh, it's easier said than done but that is you gotta you just gotta get there it's hard but it's attainable nothing in this world is impossible only difficult
0: right and that's what I'm understanding so
1: look at you now you keep telling I, I don't listen Jasmine is a sweetheart But Jasmine does have a hard time, I guess, seeing what I see in her and maybe not believe, believing in herself 95% when I believe in her 120%. I saw all of this. I knew that this was gonna happen. Even though a million times you told me, I don't know, I don't think so. Eh, maybe, I'll think about it, I'll sleep on it. I said, no, this is happening, you need to embrace it. This is going down. And I envisioned this right here in this chair I saw this all happening. It was just, it wasn't a matter of if, only a matter of when.
0: And that's insane. And I really appreciate it. And I, like I said to you before, you're the only person ever, ever to be so sure of me. And I'm just like, wow, why can't I be sure of myself? So it's
1: conditioning. Yeah. I wasn't born, fucking, you know, my chest out. Like, look at me, look at me. I've been insecure many times. Mm-hmm. I'm still insecure sometimes to this day. But I know better. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know who I want to be. And it secures isn't one of those things.
0: I strive to be like you.
1: Well, I'll stop it.
0: So let me ask you a question. You have all this motivation to be the person that you want to be and to get to where you need to go. What happens when you get into that funk, you know, when you have that sad day and you start to remember things and, you know, your ex, the breakup, and, you know, you go through the motions once again. Like, how do you get back on track? What do you do that helps you put you back into the safe, I wouldn't say safe, into the right mind space
1: to keep on trucking? Yeah, oh man. Listen, those days happen. A lot, you'd be surprised how often I mask what I feel because I now have a responsibility to do so much more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With great power comes great responsibility. That's Uncle Ben.
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm not talking about the guy who sells rice. <laughs> I'll talk about Peter Parker, uncle. <laughs> um, it's hard, man. There's a lot of times where I sit there and it just hurts. And it hurts so bad. But luckily, I have many different lifelines. It's like I'm stranded in the middle of the fucking ocean and fucking jaws is fucking circling my feet and I'm like shit's gonna happen mm-hmm. but there's so many rafts around me there's so many floaties there's so many freaking uh, lifeboats around me I just gotta choose which one I wanna climb in mm-hmm. I have different ways to escape and one is you you were the main one no. das- Jasmine called me literally every day and like clockwork. Like we were husband and wife. To check on me to make sure that I was okay. A lot of days were good. A lot were. And you fucking lit that fire under my ass. Can I curse? Of course. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't this know. This is my podcast. My bad, my you guys bad. Are gonna hear
0: the like
1: Yeah. <laughs> the she lit that fire under me so many times and but there were days too that I didn't feel so hot those days i felt like a million bucks those days that like i felt like 350 um i didn't f- you know i felt horrible some days and i had avenues to escape music music is for me coping with music was it man it's in my blood it's it was i it, it speaks to me and i just needed it and I, all kinds of music. Sad music to get me through it, to force me to feel those feelings. Upbeat music to say, you know what, I can do this. And then I got that Rocky music. <laughs> and then I'm just on the stairs. Yeah, I'm in Philly and on those stairs throwing punches in the air. I'm, and I'm like, you know what, I'm a champion and I'm going to turn tragedy into triumph. Yeah. Uh, but I had different I had different ways to cope with my pain. And I was fortunate enough to have a friend like you fortunate enough to find music and learn to cope that way and the third most important thing was to invest time and energy into Julio Miguel Cruz Jr. and who he is and I said I can either sit here and cry or I can go online I can buy some microphones I can start a show I just wanted people to talk to I really did and I didn't want to pour all of my heavy burden on one person Jasmine which we really didn't even know each other too well at that time. Um, So I just, I wanted somebody to talk to. I wanted people to talk to. Help me understand what's going on. What am I feeling? Mm. And that's another, and so I started the podcast. The podcast is another main reason why I survived because I asked myself the question, am I the only person out here who feels this way? This hurts so bad. I don't think I can survive another day. Is there anybody out there who made it through to the other side? And if you did, how did you do it? I'd ask myself these questions. And I said, I need to stop asking myself. And I I need to put on my freaking, my trench coat and my hat, my investigator hat, like fucking Carmen Sandiego, and go out there. And I need to find these answers. I have to find these answers. They're out there. I'm not going to find them from the comfort of my queen-size bed, or as a king. It's comfy, regardless. I'm not going to find it in the comfort of my own home. I have to get up, get out, and get some.
0: Yeah, you do. I also feel like sometimes uh, when we deal with stuff like this, it's easy for us to like not acknowledge those feelings and try to suppress them and try to move forward.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm a huge advocate for today's topic, which is staying productive after a breakup. And I, when I did my podcast and I talked about what I was going through, a lot of people reached out to me and said, well that's a good idea I should stay productive I should just out of sight out of mind and I said well ho- hold your horses don't out of sight out of mind that shit don't block yourself from feeling those feelings don't rob yourself from going through that pain that healing process you cannot numb yourself to the pain right you have to embrace the pain yeah. and people th- and, and uh, you need to stay productive absolutely Go to the gym, get a gym membership, uh, start a new hobby, uh, be around friends and family. Whatever you need to do, the things, the small, simple things in life that make you happy. Do those things and do them 150%. But allow yourself that time to heal. Mm -hmm. Allow yourself a time alone with your thoughts, preferably at night when you're in bed and you've had a long day and you can reflect. You reflect on your day and now you reflect on what's hurting what's hurting inside allow yourself that time to heal and to think about what had happened and to break it down do not numb yourself
0: yeah like if you if you feel it and you need to cry put on a sad movie get it out that's right
1: cry it out sing it out talk it out dance it out whatever you have to do the
0: feeling always passes
1: express yourself I knew you were going to do it. That's,
0: <laughs> how I, that's how I looked at you. I know. I was
1: like, okay, I guess I'll see it.
0: <laughs> for me, it's kind of hard because I get these moments a lot, very frequently. It's hard for everybody. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, sometimes I, I understand that I'm going through the motions and it's just like a passing thing. And I've made progress because before, um, you know, I'd feel down and I'd start to question myself and everything. And then I'd also start to question the situation because of you know insecurities and not being able to be on my own so i you know i'll sit back and i'll be like well am i really supposed to be without this person can i be by myself should i be by myself and before it would just get to the point where i would overthink things and just like sabotage myself my growth by trying to put myself in the same spot that i was before but now I can sit there and, you know, cry if I need to cry, write in a journal, do whatever I have to do. And then, you know, after 20 minutes, after an hour of being sad, it's gone. I mean, it's not gone forever, but it's, a, it's you know, it's... That moment it's, passes. Yeah, the moment passes, and I'm just like, okay, we made it. And look at me. I didn't have to text anybody late at night with my feelings. I didn't have to uh, go back to where I was. Like, I didn't have to do any of that. I just had to... Uh, what's the word? Interpret my own feelings. I had to process them. And then that's it after they were processed. I was like, yeah, I am sad Yeah, uh, I don't like the situation, but it's gonna change and after you know, if time heals everything
1: It's real simple guys any wound that is intended to Properly will not heal properly mm-hmm. if you don't attend to these wounds that you have Think about a cut on your arm or a fucking or if you stub your toe if you don't take care of the issue properly, it's not going to heal properly, and you will not heal properly. You continue to mask the problem, mask the problem, put more masks, more layers, more layers, more layers, until you try to forget about it. You're suppressing these problems that will come up. Yeah, they will come up. It's coming. Yeah,
0: and you just have to choose how you want to deal with it. You can either you know acknowledge it head first. Or you can do what I used to do, which is to try to ignore it, which is not something I recommend because it never goes away. I mean, you're ignoring it in the moment, but then you're just holding that in until one day you have a fucking breakdown. Or until all those emotions come back up at once and you're overwhelmed. You don't know how to take care of it or what to do, and that's even worse.
1: You ha- The hardest part is finding your way of coping with pain. But once you've found it, you'll know
0: because my next question was going to be what are some ways that you personally cope with emotions how do you do it positively how do you you explore yourself so that you're content with yourself and you're not so much wallowing on a situation of oh you know I miss the person or I miss companionship how do you take steps forward to love yourself
1: uh first of all to feel that feeling that you miss companionship and you miss that person is totally a What? Okay. Oh sorry. It, <laughs> I'm just so used to looking at the okay. thing <laughs> like uh oh time constraints. Okay. <laughs> I'm so uh How do I word this?
0: That was probably a lot of questions in one. So let's start with the first one. How do you or what's one way that you cope with the emotion when it arises? Uh that you
1: do. I write. I write a lot. I write so much and I had so much material that I was like I've got to do something with this. And I was like, man, am I re- have I really been holding all this in for so long? that's why I started the podcast. I want not just a podcast. I started a podcast. I started writing poetry, writing songs, and now I'm writing a book because I have so much of it. I don't know what to do with it. It has to go somewhere not just in the notes saved on my fucking iPhone. And I just write, I write, I rhyme, whatever I feel. And I listen to music for inspiration and motivation. And I just go and go and I spew and I rip open my heart and all of this emotion and these words come out. And luckily I was able to construct it and form it into something beautiful. And now I have all these projects and um, I'm very excited and very content. So I was, uh, like I said, I just found, I found my niche. I found what it was. And I've always been good at writing. I used to be a songwriter when I was younger. When I was 19, 20, 21, I was a songwriter. I'd write uh, pop songs, R&B songs. So I've always had that in me, but it had never been exploited the way it was now. Mm -hmm. Now I have all this pain and emotion, fuel to the fire. So.
0: And I'm glad you do. It's helped me, too, because watching you make all these positive steps and, you know, have all these positive outlets have given me ideas, too. I mean, I have I have tried the whole journaling thing. And it's not necessarily that it's not for me. I do still journal. But because I was in such a negative space, my journal entries are very negative. And, uh, you know, the whole point of journaling is, yeah, get all your emotions out on paper. But I also... Saw that I kept, you know, spiraling downwards. It's like every time I wrote a journal entry, I'm like, fuck, does this get sadder or what? Like, there was never any journal entry where, like, this is what I hope for, this is what I want, this is what I'm working towards. And I've changed that. Um, also, when you mentioned the whole, like, poetry jam, I'm gonna start writing poetry. I, like, sat back there and I was like, I read so much poetry and I have, like, a very poetic soul. Like, why the fuck am I not writing poetry? So, apart from the first poem that I sent you, I also wrote a second poem.
1: You're gonna do it too. Yeah. No, I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy. but <laughs> you're go- So I'm going to do, I'm going to debut on, uh, do a poetry slam night, which I'm going to tell you right now could be very intimidating. It's very intimidating. And uh, just being in front of a crowd and it's intimidating to also express your feelings. This is some deep, dark thoughts. This is your, and this is what you really think and what you really feel. So it's kind of nerve wracking to share that with the world. So I'm warning you now, it is very nerve-wracking, but you can do it. You absolutely can do it. And I promise you, the feeling you feel once you get off that stage is going to feel a thousand times better than that nerve-wracking, nervous, uh, damn, i got to use the bathroom feeling that you're feeling before the stage.
0: I feel that 24-7 in my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, if I'm going to do it, I think you should too.
0: Anything you will do, I'll try.
1: I'm gonna hold you to that.
0: I'm already this far into it, so I'm we're pretty, pretty mu- the podcast. yeah,
1: we're pretty much two peas in a far out pod. Far out. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Far out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and it's not that I want you to do the things that I'm doing. It's just I do these things, and I w- and I think to myself, who would be really good at this?
0: Me? not necessarily.
1: But and I think and I think you. I'm like, yo, she's got so much to say. You got the delivery, you've got that you, you I know you uh recite it with passion.
0: Yeah, it's hard. That's hard. Like, it's hard ha- it's hard
1: to recite a passion if you don't feel it and you never lived it. Right. Those words you feel, you have felt, you have lived. So it'd be easy for you to transfer that throughout the room.
0: I think so. I just think like it's so hard to not want to do everything you're doing. I'm not trying to be you, but it feels like I'm. You trying don't to have be you. to
1: be me. You don't have to be me. No, this I isn't know. just me.
0: I know, but this it's is just m- like this is me right now. Right. You just do so much, and I'm just like, wow! Like watching you do anything, and every time you I call you and you're doing something else, I'm like, what the hell? Like it, it's a good kind of motivation because I feel like I have to play catch up. With myself Like I feel like Dude why is this guy Why is it so easy For him to just say Yes I'm going to do this Like why can't I You know why it's Overwhelming
1: for you Because you you think Wow he's doing that too And it opens your mind Like fuck I can do this And I can do that
2: Yeah
1: So it's like damn I didn't know I can do All these things at once Yeah Who says I just have to Do a podcast No I'm doing a podcast While I'm writing my book And while I'm writing the book I take breaks And I write poems Yeah And then I write songs And then I write theme songs And then I'm filming a TV web series, a web series on YouTube for thrifting. Ah, and
2: I can't wait for you guys. <laughs> <it.
0: laughs> yeah, backed by popular demand. And my popular. Demand. So. Um, <laughs> and other people. I'm not gonna say just me.
1: No seriously, yeah, other people. I couldn't believe. Whatever. I'm doing it, and I'm not just doing it because I can do it. I'm doing it because these are things that genuinely make me happy. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. I can go and do this and do that and buy this and enroll in that, but these are the things that are going to, one, help me heal, two, better understand who I am as a man, as a lover, as a human being, hmm. and three, something that's gonna put a smile on my face, and more importantly, put a smile on yours.
0: Wow. He hasn't rehearsed this before, I mean, I don't know. This is either. all off
1: the top of my head. I don't have, <laughs> look, I don't have no material on me. <laughs> it's what I feel. It's that simple. It's like my mind is one big ass journal, and all I have to do is flip the pages, just read what I feel
0: Yeah. so I mean we're both at this point where in our situation where we know that we have to move forward or at least in my situation I know that I have to move forward don't remind me (laughs) so (laughs) when did you decide that it was time for that because when a breakup happens you really don't know what's going to happen after like is this you know we're broken up but are we going to stay in communication are we going to hang out is this going to lead to anything else or we're going to try again when is enough enough when do you step back and you say this is no longer good for me this is toxic for whatever reason you know maybe it's the person maybe it's the situation itself because toxicity isn't just a person that's bad it can just be a situation that doesn't benefit you and keeps you you know in a not the right spot so when is it that you say it's time for me to look forward to other things instead of keeping that door open that
1: person, so I'm gonna start off by saying in my situation, communication is not up to me because if it was up to me, we would have a perfectly healthy line of communication. Um, it's <sighs> how do I say this? Um, I feel still feel and I hold on I hold on because naturally I have faith I have faith in everything that is good things are bad now but things weren't bad before Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I don't like to hold on to those bad feelings I like to remember the good I have all these memories stored in my memory bank of the good I hold on Because I have hope I have faith things can change life is crazy you don't know you have no idea I read a story where a man and a woman fought a husband and wife fought non-stop two years during marriage going down the drain they get divorced it's just them they ain't got no kids they get divorced after the divorce is finalized She moves out. Three months later, they realize how unbearable life is without their partner. And how much they took their uh, their partner for granted. I believe it was five, six months after they got divorced, they got remarried. They have faith. They held on and they fought. I'm I'm not just a lover. I am a fighter. And I fight for what I want. I believe I can have anything in this world, so I hold on, mm-hmm. and so that's the first part. That's the first part uh, of the your question. I hold on because I have faith, and most days I don't want to let go. Now, to answer your second part, this is where. Julio Miguel Cruz Jr., the man, the myth, the legend, kicks in. Mm -hmm. When does it become enough? When is enough enough? When it starts to compromise your character. When you start affecting who I am as a man, who I am as a brand, you've got to go. I don't care if I loved you, if you're my baby mama, I don't care if you're my if you birthed me I don't care if you're my mama I don't care if you're my brother my cat my mailman the milkman I don't care who you are when you start uh, when you start causing me to lose value as a person you got to go nobody's gonna drag me down and that's what happened Uh, She said something to me. She has said it once before. She said it twice before. She said it three times. And every time I made an excuse, she's saying it out of anger. She's saying it because she's frustrated. I've said things out of anger that I don't know why we say shit out of anger. I've said things out of anger before that I really do not mean at all. And I don't believe what I said. I don't even feel that way. It just comes out out of anger because you want to hurt the other person. I stopped making excuses for her when what she said simply wasn't true. And I'll repeat it on the air. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just quote just a little. I think it was like the last thing she said to me, which was. You're not a good man. You're not a good person. You're not the person that you play on your podcast and you're not the person that you pretend to be. You're not as good as a person as you think you are, and that's sad. (laughs) Snap. Right then and there, the, oh, please don't say that to me, turned into, fuck that shit. So I got up and I said, you know what? It hurt the first three times, and I'm ashamed that it took three times for me to realize that this ain't it. Your words have no effect on me anymore. They do to an extent. Let me not lie. But I know who I am. I know what I do for people. Mm-hmm. I know my intentions. For someone to tell me that I'm somebody that I'm not or that I'm pretending to be somebody that I'm not is downright insulting. Because you don't know me. You knew me then. You don't know me now.
0: Mm-hmm. I know you now and I know that. that's not true.
1: You know me now. But if you the the then that you knew me, are we even the same person? Way back in the day, two years ago, a year ago, am I even remotely close to the man who I am now? I'm asking you out of experience, because you you've experienced all levels of me.
0: That's for
1: sure. I am not that guy. You're not that guy. I have no idea who that guy was. Me neither. I have I'm a fucking a uh, walking, talking example. People can change for the better good. Mm -hmm. If you want to. I saw the pain that I was causing people. Then I felt that pain. And then I made that decision right then and there that I never want anybody in the world to feel like this. If this is what I've been doing to people this whole time, I've got to start making my wrongs right. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So enough is enough when it starts to affect who you are. That simple. When When you start to doubt who you are, you'd get out of there because that's not who you are. You are who you say you are. I know what I do for these people. The people who listen to my podcast. I love you guys. You're the best. The people who support me, the people who believe in me. Jasmine, Jay. <laughs> uh, I know who I am. And for me to accept, oh yeah, I'm not as good as I say who I I am. I'm not the person I pretend to be. Oh, no. I'd be letting you down. I'd be letting them down. I'd be letting my motherfucking self down. Yeah. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. And like I said, on my podcast, diamonds are forever, and so am I. Oh my God. It was either that or bad times don't last, but bad guys do.
0: No, I'm really glad you picked diamonds
1: are forever. Well, I'm the bad guy so to you're the. Not Al that's not Al Pacino. I know, but... That's I'm Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> Razor Ramon.
0: he says uh, he has a quote about bad guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you never seen a bad Yeah, guy.
1: you point, yeah. I want to walk into the room and people point at me and say, that right there, that's the bad guy. You know who has a great song? I, 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 let me segue real quick. And I know this is my show and I don't want to take over. Mm-hmm. But there's a song by CeeLo Green called Cry Baby. Have you ever heard it? No. You not only do you need to hear the song, you got to watch the video. Okay. Steve Urkel's in the video and he dances and he's hilarious. Anyway, so the song's called Cry Baby and the lyrics say, uh, I guess that I'm the bad guy now. And he's saying, cry, cry baby. I guess that I'm the bad guy now. People paint you as the bad guy when you're not doing shit that they want you to do. As soon as you're not doing what they want you to do and you're yeah, acting on you're your own. Enemy. You're like the enemy. Exactly. You. exactly. So I'll be the bad guy. Because a lot of people look at me like I'm the bad guy. A lot of people look at me like I'm the villain. I
0: used to look at you like you were the bad guy.
1: Well, I was actually bad then. Now I'm just kicking ass and taking names, cashing checks and breaking necks. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <scandalous>. <laughs> and people are intimidated by that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, he's doing that because he did this and this and this. That's why he's like that now. Bitch, so what? It don't matter where you're from, it's what you had. at. Yeah.
0: Wow. Are you sure this isn't your podcast? I'm sorry. This That's
1: is Jay funny. Talking, uh, your host, Jasmine. Um, it's not me. I just... I have a lot to say.
0: That's fine. I'm really <sighs> glad that I chose you for this first episode.
1: Yeah, at least you didn't get a stick in the mud like a dud. who's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's okay. I don't know how I feel. I, guess yeah. I don't know. Sadness. Is it over yet? Yeah. It's not
0: over yet. Of course not. <laughs> I, ne- I never
1: want it to be over.
0: So my next question is... Go on. I had a really big issue with this is kind of like to go backwards uh, not forwards but uh, with me in my specific situation like me and my ex broke up a couple times and always by me always my choice because I was you know pretty much fed up with it but again you know I thought I had to go back I thought I needed someone and this is just a a particular question that I have for you when this happens for me like I always thought that you know talking to people about it was a good idea So, every time I broke up with him, my friends knew about it. Every time we got back together, my friends knew about it. So, and my family even. And it created a little bit of a problem for me because although I wanted to be open about my situation and what I was going through, it also gave people the opportunity to think that they had to, that they could have or hold some kind of opinion on my relationship. And instead of them being like oh okay you're back together oh okay you guys are apart it turned into that we're against your ex conversation because of you know x y and z this is what you've said before and obviously when you're upset and you're hurt and you break up you always paint the negative picture. You never say how amazing they are. What
1: psycho breaks up with somebody like, he's amazing, he's a nice guy, he's a philanthropist.
0: So then I became defensive because whenever they'd bring up the same things that I would say about him, I'd be like, but wait a minute, you don't know the whole story. You don't know what we've been through. And it's basically, I mean, you know, it's my own fault for trying to paint that picture out of anger. But, so I guess my question is, how open are you when these kinds of things happen? Like, do you announce it? Are you, are other people aware? Like, do you go through the motions by yourself? Hell oh, no. You don't okay. announce it. Hell
1: huh. yeah, that's the short answer. Hell oh, no. Um, uh, <laughs> I believe that if you give somebody the ammunition, they'll use it. Yeah. Um, and this is why social media is such a pain in my fucking chachkas because um, I don't like to broadcast anything. If I'm dating somebody, you'll never know. Mm-hmm. If she's pregnant with my child, three months pregnant, you'll never know. I don't want anybody to know. For what? For why? I never, in my last relationship, never had a motherfucking problem in my relationship until the day I decided to post a picture with her. Bro, when I tell you I opened the floodgates, Pandora's box, Everybody came after us man. It was like a Trojan war. It was like archers shooting freaking arrows in the sky and they're all coming towards us It was insane. It was a war zone Why out of envy jealousy Anger frustration misery loves company, whatever it was Dog, I never had a problem until the day I decided to post a picture that's when people start conspiring. If you people don't see you doing good, they ain't gonna freaking they ain't, they ain't gonna mess with you. They will not mess with you. As soon as they see you with a Mercedes, how would that bitch get that Mercedes?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As soon as they Why see they you, as great, soon man. as they see you with a with a man who's fine, he's you know got abs and beards and tattoos. Be like, oh, how did how she get that man? He's probably cheating on her though. You know what I'm saying? Or how can I fuck that up anonymously? Let me fuck that shit up. I never had an issue in my relationship until the day I decided to make it public. Mm -hmm. I've learned from my mistakes. I don't give anybody ammunition. I don't let anybody know about my issues, my problems, this and that. I know how important... I know how frequent we talk bad about our partners out of anger. It's natural. He hurts you. He upsets you. Are you guys getting into an argument? Oh, uh, I'm going to say Davey. Davey's such a piece of shit. He doesn't listen this and that yeah he don't listen right then and there he's a piece of sh- he's a piece of shit at that point in time but is that who he is no that's not who he is that's just how you feel right then and there mm-hmm. people hear it around you and they're like oh did you hear yeah david's a piece of shit that motherfucker never listens and now that's who he is in their eyes mm-hmm. and
0: so you can never win
1: you can't i don't tell nobody about my problems nobody you don't nobody knows anything about my ex-girlfriend Nobody, unless you know what I tell you. Right. That's it. Nobody knows what she looks like, what she smells like, this, that, and the other. What she does for a living, where she lives. This nobody knows what kind of person she is. Nobody, you don't know nothing that I don't give you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I control that. As soon as that shit's out of your control, it's gonna spread like wildfire, and it will, it will burn you. Mm-hmm. So, in conclusion, I don't, I don't talk about. When i have a dispute or I have a problem or if i don't have a problem if things are going good regardless you'll never know unless i want you to know and that's how it has to be man human nature you give somebody the ammunition they will find a way to use it it might not be them directly they might say something oh did you hear jasmine's boyfriend davy is a piece of shit," and then they spread that shit and then it gets into the right information gets into the wrong hands and then they use it in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like set up a Google uh, voice account anonymously, anonymously text Davey and say, hey, Jasmine's been talking shit about you. She talks shit about you all the time. She says you're a piece of shit. She said you didn't listen to her that whole time you were on the cruise together and Davy's going to be like, well, how does, she, how does this person know about the cruise? How do they know that me and Jasmine were fighting that day and I wasn't listening unless Jasmine is talking shit about me behind my back now you guys got an even bigger problem Mm
2: -hmm.
1: a relationship is me and you not the peanut gallery our problems start and end right here as soon as you start bringing in variables and this and that the equation gets too complicated it's real simple baby 2 plus 2 equals (laughs) 4
0: but it's true I mean I don't necessarily feel like there's a problem with I mean I'm a girl you know what I'm saying and you are a girl I feel like we tend to broadcast those things just because you're proud. Like, you know, if you're happy with Be your... Be careful. Life, Snakes
1: happy. in the grass. I know girls like to talk. That's true. Oh, girl, let me tell you about this man and what he did. Yeah, he sucked my toes the other night. Nobody needs... To, I mean, you can. That's fine. Be careful who you talk to. Be careful who's listening. Hey, man, fucking... backstabbers come coming all shapes and sizes. That's for sure. Oh, alcohol. I, oh, I know. Oh, let me not get into this. Nothing. I hope you're listening. That's episode six.
0: (sighs) So with that being said, I want to talk about the next, well not the next topic, but the next portion, which is, you know, you have acknowledged the situation that you're in, you're moving forward, you're trying to better yourself. uh, But there's always going to be anger, frustration. You're always going to think back to that. And I want to talk about forgiveness. I want to talk about Forgiving the other person, not because they deserve it, but because you need it to move on. You know, forgiving yourself for making mistakes that Uh, weren't mm -hmm, the best. mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so uh, uh, frustration. So much. So, so much. In my situation, there was a lot of frustration because there was no communication. Where communication lacks frustration builds Absolutely. and i was up to my freaking ears in that shit man knee deep in frustration and i just could not shake it and it's the worst because you can't focus and i got a million and one projects i got this and that and the other to do and i can't focus because i'm too busy trying to piece together pieces to a fucking puzzle that all the pieces have not been released yet I can't complete a puzzle that doesn't have all the pieces available to me and I did not have that information I didn't have the information so I drove myself nuts Frustration's a bitch mm-hmm. as far as forgiveness it's more
0: than saying sorry it, it, <laughs>
1: it is more than saying sorry yeah. actions speak louder than words um
0: I just feel like, and this is me thinking about not my past relationship, but the relationship prior to that. I held so much anger in towards him because of, you know, what had happened, the way that it ended, and what he did to me. And I was just mad, and I became rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was mad at him for putting me through all that. But then I was mad at myself because I was like, wow. I don't know. I guess he made me feel like it was my fault.
1: Why were you mad at yourself, though?
0: Because I was mad at myself because I was just like, why did I even take a chance on this person?
1: No, you you can't do that.
0: Like, it made me feel like things were too good to be true, so of course this is the way that it ended. Like, it was so good that it had to have ended this bad. Like, it couldn't have been just a normal breakup. It had to be he cheated, he lied, he ignored me, and pretended like I never existed. Like, it had to be that way. So, for a long time, I was just like, you know, I held an anger, and I wanted, um, what's that stupid fucking word that we talked about? Punch him. No. Oh. I wanted closure. Oh. And I was angry that he wouldn't give it to me. And I went to crazy lengths. Let me tell you to get this closure. I would text him. He wouldn't answer. I'd call him. He wouldn't answer. I'd message him on Facebook. He wouldn't answer. I remembered his Hotmail email, and I sent him an email. No. And he wouldn't answer. Do you know his
1: AIM username?
0: I don't. He didn't have the AIM. Oh. but I was so desperate for this information, just to understand, because I thought... Frustration
1: that, to drive you crazy.
0: Yeah. I thought I was going to be able to, you know, put together the pieces of the puzzle and then be like, okay, I get it, and now I can Okay, I
1: it. get it. That's why, because no. X, Y, and Z. It doesn't
0: matter. Even when, once you have all the answers. It's not know, Once I had the answer, I was just like, now I'm even more pissed, because now I know. Now I get it. Now everything makes <sighs> sense, and I'm more mad. But eventually, I got to a point where I had to forgive him, because... Uh, Later on in my life, I was in his shoes. I did what he did to me, to someone else. And it's really easy to point fingers and to judge until you're in someone else's shoes. And then it, it all came to me. And I was just like, wow. this are you, was
1: are you trying to say it's easier to point fingers and judge than it is to try and understand somebody? Oh, absolutely. Interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Special like a young man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so once I was in that space and that thought process, it didn't justify anything that he did or I did, but it made sense. I was just like, I get it now. I get why he did the things that he did. I get why he did it. And I get why he never wanted to talk to me again. And I guess I was able to forgive him because I, you know, I had to forgive myself for what I did in my relationship. And I was just like, you know, I'm not a perfect person. And neither was he. And I guess that helped me move on, you know. Once you let go of anger and all this fucking, uh, you know, frustration to be... It's liberating. Yeah, it's liberating because it's just like you're focusing your energy towards something that's not going to change. It already happened. It's there. It's done. And there's nothing wrong with feeling mad or sad about it. But eventually you're going to have to let that shit go because what are you going to do? Hold that in for the rest of your life? And you can't do anything about it? No. Mm. To it's le- history.
1: Yeah. To let go and accept is a beautiful feeling. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's it's liberating. Yeah. You feel like Michael Jackson. You know, he's like, oh. And he got like the wind blowing through his clothes. That's how I feel. Like he's jumping up and down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, you know, on top of a car. And like his, like, his screaming, like breaks the car windows. <laughs> I don't know what video that was. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. That's how I feel. I feel so good. I forgave real quick. I may have done things that she didn't like. I guess little things that added up that. Or whatever whatever her reason is for whatever happened. Fine. But to say that I'm the only one who didn't do things properly. Is inaccurate. Mm -hmm. But do I sit here and be like you did this. You did that. So you're this person. You're that person. And I start painting them as a bad person. Nah, dog That's just my ego hurt My egos hurt So Like when guys get broken up with a girl A girl breaks up with a guy And the guy goes She wasn't shit anyway Or when a guy breaks up with a But g-
0: first of all If you say that about anybody You ain't
1: shit sure. when a guy breaks up with a girl And the girl goes Oh, that motherfucker wasn't shit anyway He didn't even have a job This and that But you didn't care about that stuff When you were with him Exactly Keep that same energy Yeah I am an advocate I'm gonna get that shit tattooed on my back Keep the same energy
0: energy
1: Um, absolutely and i have to live by it Mm -hmm. so i can't stay frustrated why didn't you communicate with me why aren't you communicating with me now so we can try to understand and work through this i can't and i'm not going to paint you as a bad person because you say bad things about me now Mm -hmm. i loved you then i love you now and i will always love you and that's facts is that is that is that i know who she is I think I, I, even to this day, you ask me if I was on, if Oprah said, come on my show and let's talk, and I'm going to ask you a question in front of millions and millions of viewers, I'd say exactly what I feel. And that's that I believe that she is a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. I absolutely do. Strong woman, strong mom. Everything that I see and can tolerate in a woman Mm -hmm. and in a partner. I think she's the best, even to this day, even no matter what she says bad about me keep the same energy. Well, because she's not giving me what I want, my opinion's gonna change? Mm -hmm. No. That's not how love works. That's not how unconditional love works. Mm -hmm. I love you when you love me. I love you when you hurt me. Mm -hmm. I love you forever.
0: That was beautiful.
1: It's the title of my... (laughs) That's gonna be the title of my R&B album. I love you forever.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) It's gonna be
1: me at at like a bus stop or like a stop sign or under a street lamp. I can
0: picture it.
1: Right? Yeah, look you're, you're like picturing him. I know, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really but it's true guys. Keep the same energy. Uh, he wasn't he ain't shit now, but there was a time in your life where you were all he about shit, yeah. you were all about him and you couldn't stop thinking about him. Yeah. So extract the good out of every situation. Only see the good. You can't harness the bad. What are you you're gonna fucking keep horrible memories in your memory bank and in your mind? for what who wants to reminisce on bad times
0: and also if if someone controls you that much that you're upset about it still you're angry they have the power once you forgive not necessarily forget but once you forgive once you let go you gain your control back you can be who you want to be because you're letting someone else that has nothing to do with you is nowhere near you now control your every move why because you want to hold on to anger because you're you know you don't understand
1: things right. that. Fuck all that and I'm always me personally I will always have these conversations in my mind I will always harness this energy and I will always wonder why always that's just natural that's just human nature the difference between me and a person who isn't doing it right is this train stops for nobody I'll think about it and I'll carry on these memories and these thoughts and these conversations in my head but I'm gonna do it as this train is chucking this train stops for nobody. Yeah,
0: Which is what I've learned from you. Like, yeah. I have to just keep pursuing what I want to do and move forward regardless of everything else that's happening. Like, yeah, I'm going to have setbacks, but I can't be afraid to get back on track. You know what I mean? I can't just stop at the station every time something happens. Like, I have to just keep going. Y-
1: you keep going. Yeah. And baggage is a bitch. Think about it. If you're traveling with a bunch of bags and all these big pieces of luggage are these fucking horrible memories and ho- I this and that.
0: Yeah, bag
1: lady. Bag lady. Yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, of course.
1: First of all, I'm offended and disrespected because I love her more than I love my own mother at times. So, facts. So, um, think about it. You're traveling with all these bags; it gets difficult to get around. So, you make it short and simple, and I carry these. It's very healthy, actually, to carry these mementos. They say baggage is a bitch, and it's true, and it's inconvenient. But for me personally, I get tattoos because mm-hmm. I remind myself, why am I here and not back there? Mm-hmm. What drove me all the way to this point? And I look at the tattoo on my ribs. I look at this quote on my ribs. I look at the tattoo, the, the other tattoo on the other rib. I look at this one, that You're one. What? Oh, you want to know what my tattoos are? Mm-hmm. Every time I get my heart broken, there's a symbol of how I feel or felt on my body. It tells a story. You can point any tattoo out on my body, and I will give you the fucking greatest story ever told.
2: Mm.
1: There's one on my ribs uh, that was dedicated to a young lady who, I guess, uh, we don't see eye to eye, and so she did certain selfish acts and now is on the lam, but whatever so i got a quote on my ribs uh it's the song lyrics to janet jackson's that's the way love goes and if you don't know that song guys it's the most laid back groove sexiest freaking 90s groovy song i don't know it's just beautiful and she's beautiful and then sync did a cover to it which is great it's real it's it's real simple it says like a moth to a flame burned by the fire my love is blind can't you see my desire that's the way love goes the moth is us mm-hmm. the fire is love moths are attracted to the flame to the light but they know the risks and the consequences that come with love pain and like jada smith said devastation it comes with the territory mm. you have to take the good and the bad so we are attracted to love so we heal and we move on and we find love somewhere else but we know what can happen Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we know what it feels like and we are blindly led to this light because it's our desire to love like a moth to a flame burn by the fire my love is blind can't you see my desire that's the way love goes. Wow. <laughs> Stop
0: it. What's the next one?
1: Uh, well. she's uh, trying
0: to not fall in love with this guy. Like, it's really hard. Stop it.
1: Don't fall in love with me. I got fucking big dinosaur teeth and big glasses and a weird looking face. Um. I could
0: confirm all that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, damn.
1: <laughs> I did not expect that. I was fishing for compliments and she confirmed that I'm fugly. No.
0: What's the
1: other one? Um. So, I'm actually going to get uh, a big Hamza piece okay. on my ribs, and it's a symbol of protection. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is uh, inspired by my latest breakup uh, because we both liked the Hamza piece and what it stood for. And um, I want it on my ribs, up high on my left side of my ribs, near my heart, to remind myself. That my heart is protected by me i protect my own heart because at the end of the day i've got me i can lose my girlfriend i can lose my wife i can lose my family i will always have me and i can always rely on myself to pick myself up i've done it before so i know i'm strong enough to do it again there's that one i'm pretty sure i got some more so another one out here somewhere oh and on my arm it says it's dangerous to go alone take this which is uh, Legend of Zelda cool. oh how'd you know that
0: <laughs> what do you mean okay I'm sorry I'm
1: sorry you <laughs> I, don't
0: know me at
1: all oh my bad right so yeah the wizard says that to young Link like yeah uh-huh. the wizard says it to young Link as Link decides he's gonna go save the princess so the wizard says here take this shield and take this sword it's dangerous to go alone take this So he's going to go out and venture all by himself. Of course, I don't walk around like a medieval freak with a sword and a shield. So I extend my hand as support. Mm -hmm. Life is scary, man. Life is real scary. If you don't have the right support system, you get lost in the sauce real quick. So I'm here to offer my support. Take my hand. And I'll guide you in any which way I can. i don't even know where what the original question was um that's
0: fine i I mean i kind of wanted to close out this podcast at this point anyways um i don't know how long it's been or how long it's going to be after i edit it but i think that you answered everything as eloquently as i thought you would have
1: nice word
0: yeah very thorough okay very thought out very motivational And again, I mean, I have you to thank for for everything, for this podcast that we're on now, for the mic that I'm recording on, for everything, absolutely everything. My whole change of perspective on my own life and this situation, and it's crazy because again, like it took me a long time to get to this point where I am now, which is just like I have to do things for me, and I'm all about me, and I'm trying to better myself and move forward. And before, um you know me and Max are still cordial we're still friends but it's hard for us or for me which is this conversation we had before is you know the whether or not you should see your ex is is that a smart idea after a breakup and i would fight up and down and be like yeah you know if everything ended great
1: i know it's got to be a weird situation but you want my advice my two cents well,
0: well let me let me tell you what happened so we were recently, I mean, it hasn't been, it's been a while, but, you know, we still hung out, we still did things that we used to, do, like, collect records, watch movies, whatever. Very, like, platonic, nothing romantic happened because I stopped myself. Not that I even wanted that, like, I kind of wanted to just experiment and see if we could have that kind of friendship after a relationship of five years. Um, but before, I used to be very willing to drop what I was doing to hang out with him. Like, if even if I didn't have plans and he'd be like, let's do this, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. But... Yesterday, or the day before, yesterday, yesterday, he texts me, and he's like, hey, I haven't spoken to you in a while, just wanted to see if everything was good, which, coming from him, if anybody knows my ex, that's literally what it is, like, there's no meaning behind it, there's no deep meaning, there's no hidden agenda, like, literally, he's so innocent, he's just like, hey, I just, you know, want to see if you're, you know, very good, and I. He's such an important person to me that I'm not gonna sit there and catch up through text message. Like I called him and we talked about things and I'm glad that I called him that we talked about things because it made me realize every time I have a conversation with him with him, it like reinforces the decision that I made to be by myself. Not that he's a bad person because he's not, but it's just every time that I talk to him and I see that there's no growth, there's no will or passion to do anything for himself. No progress. No progress. Um, I can't be with someone like that. And even when I was with him for so long, like, I constantly changed. I constantly evolved. Maybe not in the ways that I wanted to, but still something was happening while I was with him. And he, the first time he called me in a while was when we were recording uh, Lisbeth's episode here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't hang out. Um, You know, I'm recording an episode. And I was so glad that I had an excuse to tell him, like, listen, like, I'm doing shit for me. Like, I don't have time to go as much as I want to I don't have time to go look at records with you right now like I'm doing my own shit right and last night I mean obviously I didn't have anything to do and it was pretty late at night it was just us talking but I cut the conversation short because I was just like cool like your family's good you're good I'm good this is what I'm doing with my life and you're not you know you're still doing the same thing cool I'm glad I'll talk to you later I have to go work on this tomorrow and when I hung up the phone I felt so good because I was just like I no longer need to stay on the phone with him like there's no real need to catch up with him like everything is always and will forever be the same. versus me. I'm constantly changing, constantly growing. I want to make things happen for myself, for myself, by myself. I don't want to have to be able to say that anybody did it for me. I mean, obviously, I will credit you always and forever because... I don't want none of the credit. With your help, you're going to get it anyways. With your help, but I will never want to say that my man did something for me. Like, I want to be able to say this is where I was before my man.
1: You got your own now.
0: Yeah.
1: You're doing shit on your own. You're your own person. Yeah.
0: And And it it made me feel good and I was like, I think... You know, staying away from him was a good choice. Like, because the last time he called, he hinted, like, oh, you know, we'll hang out again next time. And I never hit him back up because I was like, I don't know if this is a great idea anymore. Like, this is just like, I feel like it's a step back when I'm taking so many steps forward and I don't want to do it anymore.
1: Nah, you didn't got time for that.
0: Yeah. Not necessarily to say that I'm never going to hang out with him ever again, but in the near future, I don't see it. I need to be more focused on what I need to do. Like, he's always going to be there, literally in the same spot, and I can come back to that. So
1: but at that point when you're so far ahead why would you
0: in the sense of like friendship that's what i mean i don't mean like i'm going to come back if i want him or i'm going to come back if i need him cuz i don't want him and i don't need him I'm you know you
1: know they say that you're an average of who you surround yourself with
0: right exactly once you
1: start doing this and it starts picking up you're going to be around you going to want to be around
0: like-minded people with more goals. people exactly yeah, absolutely you, you will
1: have no time for him. Yeah.
0: Not and even I'm not, not
1: even for a 5 minute conversation. Yeah. Like, yo, I just I don't have the time to give you. Yeah. I'm focusing my time on elsewhere.
0: Right.
1: It's sad to say, but you can't, you can't you can't force him to grow.
0: No. I did that for so long and I refused to do that. And I refused to even acknowledge it. Like, I, I, I did this thing where I didn't mean to directly do it, but we were on the phone, and I was just like, so what's new with you? Like, you are you know, what are you doing at your job? Are you looking to move out? Like, I guess I kind of was, like, throwing rocks at him. Like, I always do. Cause I, and I noticed that I do that to him, and I don't mean to, but I, I it's almost like I get frustrated all over again, and I'm just like, do you see what I mean? Like, all this time that I was trying to explain things to you, and you, and you didn't say anything, like, this is what I mean. But I, I didn't really want to argue about it because it's over. Like, it's done. I don't have to argue with you about anything anymore. I can't change you. So I was just like, cool. I mean, I'm glad everything's going good. And, you know, this is what's happening for me. This is what I'm doing. And, of course, he was like, wow, look at you with a podcast, with your music blog. And I'm like, yeah.
1: That's right, bitch. That's
0: right. Look at me.
1: And and then in
0: my head, I was like, look at you.
1: That's got to suck.
0: I was like, you're still there.
1: You know, that reminds me of, I saw this on The Office the other day, where Jim comes back to The Office after he gets transferred back to Scranton. And he sees Kelly, uh, Mindy, she's the fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. So he sees Kelly, and she's like, oh, my God, Jim, I missed you. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Brad and Angelina just had a baby, <laughs> or just adopted a baby, and Britney Spears did this. And Jim's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. So, but what's new with you? And she's like, I just told you.
0: Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> he's
1: like, uh, he doesn't pants to the camera, like, hmm. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, and it's like, damn, that's got to suck to have, you know, nothing to look forward to or yeah. nothing to Like
0: if I wouldn't have talked to him, I literally would have known everything that I would have still been up to date from back in March. Yeah. We didn't even have to have that conversation. That's, I know That's everything. gotta that's
1: gotta suck to be
0: It doesn't stagnant. suck for me because it's not my life. It's oh it's not I mean me not anymore. for you
1: not for you. No, you're doing it big. You're okay. doing it absolutely big, but you know it's like damn man. That's why you gotta yeah. do you, you got and that's how you stay certain. and that's how you stay motivated. You answered your own question, the original question of this podcast. How do you stay motivated after a breakup?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Shit like that. You see where he still is, and you're looking ahead to wherever you want to be. At the top of the mountain, down the road, over here, over there. You can be anywhere you want to be. And your feet are moving. His aren't. Now, let's say you don't see him for an entire year. Guess Guess where he'll be and where will you be
0: who oh, god knows
1: who knows of the stars. it's yo to infinity and beyond mm-hmm. and when you see him and he sees you he's gonna look at you like fuck i fucked up and then you're gonna look at him and be like yeah you fucked up i
0: feel like that now i'm just like he, i don't want to say he fucked up because i know now that we're not the people for each other but I do I don't, think that well, so much of the issues could have were in his control.
1: You guys aren't, you say, you say you aren't meant for each other now, but potentially you could have been if he had tried.
0: Yeah, but isn't that what life is? Like, if you haven't tried, this is the universe we live in. This is the outcome that he chose. And after this outcome, we're not meant for each other. If things would have happened differently, maybe. Who knows where we'd be right now? Would I be married? Would I have a kid? Mm. but I don't have a kid, and I'm not married, and it didn't work out, so as of right now... You're not married? I'm not married.
1: Oh, we need to change
0: that. Well, then. Yeah, as of right now... Sorry. You got me flustered with the marriage. <laughs> like, I want to be a young oh, guy. <laughs> are you <laughs> blushing? Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, as of right now, because of those outcomes, like it, it's not meant to be, and have to look forward for everything
1: else and everybody else that's gonna come my way it sucks but you have to look at it and say that's okay
0: yeah.
1: because I have so much to do yeah. you've got so much to say that's why you and I get along so well because you and I basically are the same person we feel the same things we have the same drive and fire uh, it's easier for some to express it than others Uh, But that's why I'm here, to motivate you in any way you need me to. Same. Be whatever you need me to be.
0: But I guess kind of to bring everything to a close, um, if you find yourself in this kind of situation, or will find yourself in this situation in the future, um, I guess all I can say is, try to find positive things to motivate you to be the person that you want to be because ultimately whenever something happens and you start to doubt yourself and you start to feel like you're losing track there you can always go up you can always change, you can always find your way back
1: if you feel like you've hit rock bottom, you shouldn't feel bad you should feel optimistic, there's only one way to go and that's up
0: Yeah. That's it. so with that being said Uh, Thank you so much for being on my very first podcast episode. I'm probably going to start crying. I'm trying not to.
1: Guys, this has been an absolute honor and to be on this side of the mic and not feel the pressure. I mean, you
0: basically took control anyway. I'm sorry. I
1: talk a lot, guys. I'm really sorry. This is. is Jasmine's show. I just have a lot to say and I'm just so happy and excited for her. I'm going to fucking tune in to this podcast and religiously Listen to it every week, every episode, like clockwork, uh, because it's something that she is passionate about, and because that's what a real friendship is, and that's what real love is. Yeah. It's unconditional, and I got her back, and Likewise. Yeah, and I'm here for you, and like I said, this is beautiful. It's great, and I'm so happy you're doing it, and I know yeah, it's I'm so happy
0: you pushed me to do it. Look, i happy
1: I have you in my life. We all just—we all need a little nudge.
0: Yeah, I needed, like I said, a kick, not a nudge. I needed a I, big push.
1: Uh, give you a big boot yeah. to your back. Um,
0: so, so, anything that you want to say? Do you want to ask? I mean, I kind of already closed the podcast. I was like, i forgot to ask you if you had any questions for me or or how are you feeling.
1: Um, I don't have any questions for you because I know. More or less everything that I need to know, and you've pretty much covered all the bases. And you've talked about your relationship with him and how it, he was very static and not dynamic. He stayed in one place, and was stuck, and you have now this newfound motivation and fire to move forward. All I wanted was for you to acknowledge that. Once you acknowledge that, the sky's the limit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um you're going to give a lot of people motivation because a lot of people are stuck in relationships like that or situations are getting out of situations and feeling like that was it that's the best i can do
0: no and it's never the best you can always do better and that's another thing that it took me a long time to understand i was always like is this the move for me like will i ever find someone that loves me unconditionally as he did hell yeah yes you will you know who that person is going to be your goddamn self
1: Damn skippy, Bippy.
0: Yourself. If you cannot love yourself unconditionally and get yourself through the hard times, there's no fucking way anybody is going to help you reach that or get through anything. It, having a significant other is always a plus to life, but it shouldn't be what completes you as a person.
1: Absolutely. Your partner should be an accessory, yeah. not a necessity.
0: Yeah. It should be your handbag, not the whole outfit. Like, mm-hmm.
1: You dress yourself.
0: Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Love yourself if that's what you need that's what i
1: need i actually wrote a little line here of course Uh, i just wanted to write a little (laughs) something i wanted to come prepared
0: okay i appreciate it
1: and it's about look having faith heartbreak fucking sucks dude it's nothing more uh demotivating Mm -hmm. and at the same time motivating as heartbreak it hurts, guys. It does. It hurts so bad. And a lot of days, I hurt really bad. But you've got to have faith. And I'm not trying to segue into a, Mi- <laughs> so have into have a, a George faith Michael song. St- <laughs> I really do mean that. You've got to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. If it's over, fine. Don't dwell on it. Fuck them. It's their loss. And I promise you that it's their loss. As long as you invest in yourself and you are better tomorrow than you were the day before. <clears throat>
0: Was that the line you wrote? No. Oh, just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sometimes we love.
0: (laughs) Go ahead. I'm waiting. I cannot wait.
1: (sighs) I wrote this on the car ride over
0: here. Oh, my God. This guy has time for everything. I'm telling you guys, take notes. (laughs) Look,
1: it's real simple, guys. Heart to heart here sometimes we love and though it seems that the object of our love is within reach it's not reciprocated and so we must continue to reach
0: well. you know what you make me want to read the second poem that i wrote since, oh since we're just because i have to one-up you now uh, oh. so who do you think you are this is my podcast absolutely who do you think you are? And I don't even know if this is ready because, like, I wrote this, like, literally at 3 in the morning. My contacts were already out of my eyes, but I got this, like, sudden, like, wow. th- in my head. And I was just like, "That's
1: oh, That's God. devotion right there. Once my contacts are gone, are out of my eyes, I'm done.
0: Dude, I was just like, I need to write this down because.
1: But, yeah, so we, we reach for love and sometimes we fall short. But don't stop, man. Love is out there. Grab it. It's yours.
0: You ready?
1: Please bless my
0: ears. <laughs> this is going to be so whack. I hope you guys. Already. But this one's called Glass Half Empty. Oh, Ooh, I feel so weird already. But I'm going to read it. <clears throat> before, I was half empty, looking for someone to fill the other half of my glass. Any mixture was welcome so long as it brought my shallow drink back to the top where I can put my lips. No matter what was there before, I welcomed the new liquid, consuming all the space left, raising my meniscus until i take a sip and spit it out flavors never mixed well and any concoction only fell short until i filled my cup with me all the extra space is now mine now i'm so full that when you pour into me i overflow
1: that's what i'm talking about
0: this is like poetry reading poetry is a lot harder than it seems on these fucking uh things on these fucking youtube channels where they like present it with such energy like it's hard to get lost in that shit I'm most likely gonna cut this shit out because
1: <laughs> I didn't like that. But like I said, uh, it's real. It's real. It's so real. It's and I love it. <laughs> I'm
0: cutting it
1: out. Give me an autograph copy of that.
0: I shall.
1: I just noticed a big J on your wall. I can't believe that we just started this.
0: J talking. Oh man, if guys. you don't, if you don't write talking <laughs> on that
1: thing, J talking. J talking. J talking. Oh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. That's. I love the name. I love the energy. I love the show, and I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to appreciate it, and uh, I would love to come back sometime and ramble on some more.
0: Always. You're always welcome to ramble. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much. I don't want this to end, honestly. I do need it to end, though, because it's going to be a lot of work on my part to edit, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to end.
1: No, we got a lot of good stuff, and I think there's a lot that you won't even have to touch because it's so ag- so organic.
0: Yeah, I'm just cutting out the phone. That's fine. (laughs) But um, thank you again so much. And for whoever decided to give this episode a listen, I thank you. And hopefully I can bring more interesting topics to this podcast that people can relate to and relate with. And that's all I can really do and ask for.
1: I love it. I'm here for it.
0: Yay. Thanks so much. Um, And with that, I'm not I don't have a closing line like you do so I'm just oh, going
1: to well. say peace out <laughs> Peace out Cuff Scout.